welcome to another episode of Bopshi and Yaya Travel the World. We're so happy to have you here today. It's a place where we like to spend time talking about all things travel and how travel can be a part of your lifestyle, whether you're hanging out at home or you've got boarding passes in your hands. Travel influences us every single day. My name is Alex. I play the Bopshi role in all of this. I'm a mom a teacher, a traveler, a blogger. You can find me over at www.tgctravel.com and an overall travel junkie. Meet my best friend, Terry. Hi, I'm Terry. I play the part of Yaya and I'm a mom, a teacher, and I'm a U.S. traveler. And today is an exciting day. Our girls are here to talk mother-daughter travel time. But we're also going to share things that keep us travel happy since we're not out and about traveling so much now. We're going to talk about books and food, travel tips, and products that we love. And it's all going to start now with a little segment we like to call Now Boarding. Today we are so happy to have our girls joining us. And um, when you meet them later... Terry's girl is the oldest of our five kids, and my girl, Rosie, is the youngest of our five kids. So it's kind of cool to have the sandwich sandwich bread with us, the sandwich bread of children. Um, So we thought we'd start with some mother-daughter travel tips and products that we love to use as we go with our girls. Um, So my biggest travel tip, Terry, is splitting up the packing, packing priorities. And this is what I mean. There is absolutely no reason for two people to pack a curling iron or a flat iron. Um, I, I don't pack a hairdryer because pretty much everywhere comes with one now. Right. But kind of like divide up those kind of products so that we're not doubling down on that kind of stuff. So even shampoo and hairspray, things that kind of take up like a lot of space. If if my daughter takes half and I take half, well, we've just cut down a lot in our suitcase and that just makes life that much easier. Divide and conquer. Exactly. Yeah. So highly recommend that one. What about you? Okay. For me, I I think traveling and since, you know, my daughter, she's older, mm-hmm. um, you kind of want to try to meet each other's expectations. Like... Mm-hmm. Don't underdress. You're with your mother, okay? Make sure you're dressing appropriately. It's just going to make us happy, right? Mm-hmm. Make moms happy. And one other thing is I've learned with traveling with my daughter is not to overschedule things. Mm-hmm. Too much. If you have too much, it's not. it may not turn out well. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I and agree. Plan some individual activities. Plan some individual time. Yes. I don't think you have to be together 24-7 for whatever your no, no. your thing is. What about a travel product? Anything out there that you think of? I like the headphone splitter jack so you can just both plug in. You know, especially if you are like in a museum touring and you can both listen to something. Kind of have mm-hmm. your, your paired earbuds so you're, you're both listening to it. I think that's kind of helpful. Yeah, exactly. And you can pair more than one set of earbuds to your iPhone. I don't know how many people 
like truly know that, but you can. We actually put a video in the show notes for that to show you how to do that. Because I do think like when you get the audio tour on your phone for the Louvre or the National Portrait Gallery or wherever it is that you're going, like it is helpful to have that. And, you know, if both of you can be listening off of one device, that just saves that much more battery and you're kind of together on your tour. I, I agree with you. Yes. I totally agree with you on that. Um, now, I do have another travel tip when it comes to food, and that is simply share. You know, especially as your daughters get older, you tend to have the same tastes mm-hmm. anyway. And you probably would want to order off the menu. And you know that indecisive moment where you're like, well, maybe I'll get this or maybe I'll get that. They're probably having the same thoughts as you. Right. And so what I like to do, and I know you do as well, um, we will order small plates or appetizers or something from those smaller menus, the, the, the appetizer part of the menu. Um, and they're called all kinds of different things all over the world, whether it's tapas or meze or chiquetti, whatever it is that you're ordering and order a couple of small plates to share and kind of get bites of everything. Yeah. Um, it makes it so much more fun because then that's a whole discussion that you're having on what you liked more and what you like less. And you definitely get to taste more of the local world that maybe with a different travel partner, that's not as easy to do. Correct. But I mean, you and I do it and it works great. It does. It does. And Bob, she and Yaya do that together as well as with their daughters. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah. Yeah. So when you have that, that's a great way to partner up and kind of explore double what you normally would. So definitely a lot of fun and a cheap way to go, by the way. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right, Alex. All right. Mm -hmm. Let's talk travel binge. Ooh. Okay. What what do you like to binge? What do you like to watch? Okay. My all time, um, mother daughter binge is mama Mia. Classic 100% agree with you. Classic. I mean, what I remember taking my daughter to see it in the movies and we were dancing in the aisles afterwards. And it just happened to be that pretty much everybody in the movie theater was a mother and daughter pair. It just lets you realize that. And my daughter was really young when that came out. And I will say, like, I can watch that movie. That is the the mother daughter movie in my mind that I always think of. What about you? What comes to mind when you think of mother daughter travel? Well, I have been, I have binge watch on Netflix. There's an episode and it's not with your daughter. It's called Travels with My Father. And it's J- Jack Whitehall traveling with his father. You know, they're trying to build this bond. And his father is this very proper Englishman. And Jack is not so much. And it is just so hilarious. Casey and I actually watch it together. And just seeing all the places they go and their different reactions to everything, it's very enjoyable. I want, I want my travel. I want my travel to be like that. Yes, I mean this comedian Jack Whitehall, who's from the UK, he is so funny, and what he. The brilliance of what he planned is that he kind of didn't plan it. Yes. And you get so much out of it because of that. I agree with you completely. Yeah, that one's a really good one. Um, Now, when it comes to travel tech, um, I do have a tip 
you know, we're all going with our iPhones everywhere and travel has kind of evolved now that our smartphones have such good cameras um, that we're not taking um, a separate camera with us anymore. We tend not to do that. We tend to just use our phone because it's a multitask tool. I call the iPhone the Swiss Army knife of travel. Yes. Because it does so much for you, right? right. Um, so uh, I do think, though, have a moment where you just have a conversation about how to take pictures of each other and 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 together. You know, like my daughter, I guarantee you I'm going to put money on this now later on when they come on. My daughter's going to say something about a selfie stick. And, you know, I went down that road at one time because that was the only way I was getting in pictures. Like right. a mom being in pictures was not an easy thing to do. And I think that like, I want to remember being there as well. You know, like I want a nice right. photo from there as well. And I think having that conversation and knowing like, I really like my picture from the shoulders up, or I really like it. You know, this is my favorite outfit that I'm bringing with me and give them something to go on so that they actually do take a picture of you. And you know what they like as well, like vice versa. I think that that is a really great way to make your memories more enjoyable at the end. And oh, it not be a struggle during the trip. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Anything in the travel tech department? Okay. I'm going to piggyback off your iPhone because it's such an amazing thing. So think mm -hmm. about you have your iPhone. What happens if you lay it down and you lose it? I like the iPhone finder. Now, oh, yeah. We use this. We happen to use this at Disney. Casey's phone fell out of her pocket oh, at a show that we had seen in the Animal Kingdom. So we had, at first, we're like running around crazy. But then we're like, oh, our iPhone finder, so great to have. As long as you make sure it's turned on. So then you can find your devices. Because think, you know, you want to have your, your iPhone because it, does so much for you when you travel. Oh my gosh. I agree with you. You know, that exact thing happened to me at Universal Studios and my phone was turned in. And so when I went up to the attendant, they said, oh, do you have your iPhone finder on? And I said, yes. And he gave me like a little device, a little Universal. And he, I clicked my number to find it. And do you know, he was like, okay, your phone will be waiting for you as you leave the park this afternoon at blank. Like he goes, go on with your day, go enjoy the rest of your day. Your phone will be at this counter on the way out. And oh, I was wow. like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. He goes, but only if you have an iPhone finder on, we can't do it and like have it ready for you if we don't know how to find it in the park. Yeah, And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. So I, it, that doesn't surprise me that Disney probably had a lot of the same kind of infrastructure in place for that. I, it has to happen so much, right? Yeah. Have you ever heard of um, tiles? No. Okay. So tiles are these little plastic squares that you can um, buy and they have like a GPS positioning device in them. And it has an app on your phone. So imagine this. You have just traveled to somewhere. It could be an hour away. It could be 12 hours away. Whatever it is, right? 
and your luggage is lost. Um, you tap your iPhone, you tap the app, and you trigger the GPS, and it lets you know where your luggage is in the airport. Like if it's in, within a certain distance of you, like it's just on a different belt or it's not, it's behind the wall instead of out on the belt, you know, in, in luggage so do retrieval. You, do you put the tile in your luggage? Yeah, you put the tile okay. in your luggage. And then the other thing that happens is sometimes, you know, when you're with a group, your luggage can get separated as they're moving it around from the person you're traveling with luggage. Right. And so if you have a tile, you could be like, oh, it's it's coming right now. Or, oh, it doesn't seem to be around, you know, which is one last tip that I think we should add. I always put one outfit of mine in my daughter's suitcase and she puts one outfit of hers in my suitcase. Oh, that's a good tip. Yeah. So if one doesn't show up, the other one has it, has so, at least something to wear. Yeah. You know? So yeah. So that's a good one. Yeah. Hey, let's good. bring the girls on. Does that sound like a good idea? Let's do it. We're so happy to have you here today. It's an exciting show for Bob Sheen Yaya uh, as we travel the world. We have two very special guests today, perhaps, and correct me if I'm wrong, Terry, maybe our favorite guests. Possibly. Possibly. Today, our daughters are joining us. So Casey and Rosie are here. Casey is Terry's oldest child, and she works with the government. And definitely travels with her mom a lot. Rosie is a fitness instructor. She travels with her mom a lot. She belongs to me. She's my youngest. And we are so happy to have them here to talk about what it's like to travel with your mother. Because let's face it, multi-gen tra uh, travel is probably the most trending moment in travel right now besides the whole coronavirus right yeah so what is it what is it really like to travel with your mother we're here to talk down and dirty with our daughters about this particular topic right so let's hear from Casey let's start with the oldest of the bunch and we want honesty we don't want to hear what you think your mothers want to hear so tell us what's it really like traveling with your moms <laughs> um so i would say that traveling with your mother or specifically my mother could in and of itself be its own travel tv show um i honestly would not trade any other travel partner for my mom i think it can create some of the best experiences and memories when it comes to getting out there and not only traveling um, country, but also traveling the world. I would have to agree. I mean, I've had quite a few travel partners, but nobody's as good as my mom because she's a professional. She knows what she's doing. Yeah, no, I wouldn't trade her in for anything. Stop it, y'all. Just like you asked them to. <laughs> Here's your five dollars. You only had to pay Casey five dollars. I'm yeah. out. Like well, it's five dollars a question. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. okay All right, right, girls, girls, you got to think on this one. 
what are the three inevitable things that you have to accept when traveling with your mother? Compromise. Be very careful on what you say here. (laughs) There's got to be a lot of compromise in what you want to do versus what your mom wants to do. You kind of have to find the little bit of fun in each or make your own fun. It's my favorite thing. Okay, I I agree with Rosie on that. And not only compromise, I think another inevitable thing is acceptance. You have to accept that this is still your mother and she's still the boss lady, the, the matriarch of the family. So you may be going with your own certain agenda that you think you're tackling, but if mama wants to go and do A instead of your B, well, guess what? You're going and doing what mama wants to do for A. And just and like it should be. Make your own fun. Yes. Just like Rosie said, we make our own fun. Okay. Terry, I have to tell you, I did not expect such deep answers. I thought they would say like, my mom makes me take a lot of pictures. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they got really deep on us fast. <laughs> I know. Oh, the okay. next one. Oh, this is good. Go. Okay. So, so you guys just talked about acceptance and compromise, which are two huge issues that a lot of people struggle with. So, have you had that struggle with your mom when you've traveled? So much. Nope. <laughs> I would say compromise exactly what you just said. There are so many pictures of me with a not happy face. I remember we were in Ireland and I told Megan that if she wouldn't smile, I wouldn't take her picture. Lies. So many lies. I actually, I don't have any pictures of her for like a week of part of like a whole week in that part of that trip where I refuse to take a picture. I'm like, no, I'm not taking it because you won't smile. (laughs) I think she actually smiled secretly for that. (laughs) You know, I do think the struggles, struggles are real when traveling with your mother. Um, But I mean, I could honestly tell a, a quick story though, where acceptance and how even Rosie's talking about compromise, um, you know, everybody knows that my mom travels a bunch in the U.S. and we actually were out in Colorado Springs two or three summers ago. Mm-hmm. And um, a little insight to me is I'm a huge outdoors fitness. You can throw me in the woods, throw me in a river, throw me anywhere and I'm happy. My mom, not so much. And that's okay. That's what makes us different. But we did a great compromise of one day, just myself, I went and climbed the Monotau Incline, which if no one has ever heard of that, you should Google it and also say your prayers when you start it and just hope to hope that you make it to the top. So in compromise, I still wanted to do something with my mom and she still wanted to see some of the um, parks and stuff like that. That's just beautiful in Colorado. So we made a compromise and the Garden of the Gods actually has a driving trail that you can take your vehicle through instead of trying to hike it all and you can view the garden of the gods from your vehicle in the ac at a much faster pace and we compromised and we were both happy at the end of that trip. listen she just didn't want me to show her up okay that's all there is to it 
It's true. Yeah, because, I mean, we would have been up that mountain lickety-split. No problem. Incline. Incline. This what is, is not that? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I understand. I understand. And I do think that that's true probably for anything because, I mean, really the question winds up being, if I want to make this trip successful, how do I balance the time spent with each other versus apart so that you don't feel smothered or feelings don't get hurt or it doesn't wind up becoming two separate trips? You know, like it winds up being that kind of yin and yang, that ebb and flow of doing that. And I mean, I feel like Rosie, you've done a couple of things like that where like, go ahead, go do it. I mean, yeah, I would say the biggest thing between us two is when like we travel and I like to go to the CrossFit gyms, mm -hmm. you get an hour out of your day, a little separation time, go look at a park or something while I'm out in the box and then we come back together, grow sweaty hugging, mm -hmm. and then we move on with our day. And then we go lunch. Yes. And then <laughs> yeah. we go to lunch. That's usually the best. That's what's important. It is. It is. CrossFit and snacks. CrossFit. You know, well, there you go. <laughs> I think I'm a very good traveler. And we'll, I'm going to be talking about yin and yang when Casey and I do driving travel. Because, you know, we have to come up to Maryland quite a bit. And yes. so um, Casey's the driver. And she's a great driver. And we kind of yin and yang each other. Like the last time we came, and I know she, I love this story. We wanted to leave the house at, at midnight. And everybody knows to drive from Florida to Maryland, it's a 10 to 12 hour drive, depending on when you leave. So we get in the car at midnight and Casey says, because she knows I'm not well, you know, I, I'm not a good driver at night. Mom, just take a nap. I said, okay, I do what she says. You don't have to tell me twice. Yeah, you don't have to tell me twice. And then I wake up at 7.30. We're almost there. It was perfect. What a perfect team we make. Okay, let and me just, and we yeah. have the exact opposite relationship. So you usually drive. Yes. I co-pilot. We keep each other awake the whole time. Yes. Yeah, I would say we're like on the exact opposite ends of the spectrum. Yes, but I have to say I have done that exact same trip with Casey and it's true. <laughs> The best thing is to go to sleep and just hope that you wake up late enough that you're almost there. Amen. It really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to have to agree with all of that. Well, yeah. yeah. Cause I, I'm not going to lie either that when it comes to Bob, she and Yaya's travels and any time that myself and, or Rosie is involved, I wear the chauffeur hat in this jolly family traveling business if we're driving down south if it's to new york are we going wherever i don the chauffeur hat and i proudly wear it it's just a few more minutes down the road it's just a, a few, few more minutes a few more minutes down the road well we're we're in charge of the directions which is very helpful and then casey gets us there that's true i would say that's very we all true. have faith in casey yes and you know when you're going to a place that maybe you haven't driven to in a while you know, you're like, yeah, we're almost there. Yeah. We're, we're older too. And poor Casey, poor Casey has been put in the position where she has been almost there for hours. <laughs> hours. <laughs> Just a, a few more, few more stops, few more stops, few more exits, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Where is the best place that you've ever gone with your mom? 
Ooh, Ooh that's a hard one. I've got two. Do you want me? Do you want me to go yeah, first, go Rosie? First. Okay, so um, if anybody also, I'm sure I think a couple episodes down the road, Bob, she and Yaya are going to be doing a Disney special. So that is Disney is near and dear to me and my family's hearts. So one of my two favorite is the times that my mom and I, just us girls, go to Disney um, we've done the Mother's Day, uh, you know, eaten at the nice restaurants that do the Mother's Day specials. I mean, we'll go down random weekends and stuff. And to me, that's always super special because, you know, Disney holds a lot of family memories. And then we have specific memories of just me and my mom there, which is really great. Um, and and just so we're clear, your Disney experience is a stress-free experience because you'll go down for the day and you have no, like, there's no bucket list that you have to check yes, off. Yeah. You're there just to enjoy what's there. So the annual pass holders. Right. Stress-free Disney. Disney. Yes. Correct. So okay. my, my second one is not theme park related. Um, this has to do with U.S. travel. Uh, there was probably five, six years ago, my mother and I were able to go up to Mystic, Connecticut for about four, four days, I would say. And that, that was a lot of fun. That was a me and her trip. Um, Mystic is fantastic. And then we also had a day where we went into Boston and this was right around when I was really starting to adventure into the bigger cities of New York, Boston, kind of getting out of my little hometown. So it was really neat to experience a big city for the first time and doing it with my mom. That that was that was really cool. Yeah, so I'm caught in between two different trips as well. So my first like girls real traveling trip going to Greece was between my grandmother, my mother and myself. And I want to say that was like a really big learning experience more than anything else, mm-hmm. like I was getting shown the ropes of how to exist in traveling and how to not be that like stereotypical tourist. And then a really big bonding moment was our trip to Ireland. I think we really got along in a different way when we were there. Yes. Than we normally would just like existing at home. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Between those two. I'm kind Except of- when you got sassy, Rosie, and she wouldn't take your picture. I'm always sassy. That's, That's true. True. <laughs> okay, so if on the flip, sass and snacks. Right back to to Bobshi and Yaya. What would you guys say is your favorite travel memories with your favorite daughters? And don't just tell us what we want to hear. Tell us the honest truth. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie, for okay. The Listen, my first memory of travel with my daughter. Uh, we went to London. And oh, that's... she says it doesn't count, but she was in my womb, so it counts. <laughs> that counts, Casey. Sorry. I remember so much. The fish and chips. It was great, guys. It was great. <laughs> I grew and grew. <laughs> so really, you know, she stole a lot of ours because we did we've done a lot of traveling. Uh one summer we stayed in Dallas for several days and then we flew to Utah 
in Utah was great. And she almost killed me hiking <laughs> because, you know, there's a little altitude difference. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one trip where we had Colorado, I think we had a great time. And the best time about that was our struggles in the airport on the way home <laughs> because we were transporting breast milk for a friend. And, um, without getting into detail, I'm 50 plus, right? I'm 50 and Casey's a breast cancer survivor. And you know, those TSA people were wondering whose breast milk is that? You could chalk that up to a bucket list kind of thing, you know, check, check. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. (laughs) I forgot all about that. Now that you're bringing that up. I remember hearing it in real time. <laughs> that was liquid gold I was transporting. It was. Literally. It yep. was. Okay. So my favorite trip. Um, oh, okay. I can, I'll say one from when Rosie was little to, and then one later on. There was a moment uh, we lived in Japan and we took the kids up to Sapporo. And um, in Sapporo on on the island to the International Snow Festival, they had a radio antenna that's like a shrunk down Eiffel Tower. And underneath the Eiffel Tower was a little skating rink um, in Sapporo. And Megan begged me, please, please. I'm sorry. Rosie begged me, please, please, please. Can I um, put on skates and skate? And she got on those skates and had never really been on ice skates before. And you, I was like, Oh my gosh, we're, we're the speed skating champions of the world. <laughs> Megan's going up. I said it again. Rosie's <laughs> going to the Olympics. <laughs> okay. So we'll, we'll get just, the name straight. <laughs> we'll, we'll get the name straight. My daughter's name is Megan Rose and she goes by Rosie now more than she goes by Megan. So when she's little, I think Megan, when she's older, I think Rosie. So my older story, I would have to agree with you is, um, in Ireland, we had so much fun. And I think it was like one of those moments where you're like, these are my roots, but this is, this is my past. And this is my present kind of all at the same time. You have Mm -hmm. that kind of feeling yeah yeah and I think you having gone to Ireland before when you were around the age that I went Mm -hmm. it was like a bonding and I think it kind of changed our dynamic quite a bit when we went oh yes like after that trip we've got along significantly more than we normally did beforehand and you're not a teenager anymore which helps yes I would agree yes everything's better post teenage years that's true It really does, you know, once they get older. But I do have to say, Casey never went through that crappy teenage, I don't like you stage, like her brother, Mm -hmm. you know? So I never really experienced that, but I do, we do enjoy traveling because it's, it is really, it's, it's fun. We get to do things we like to do. And we kind of can enjoy each other. True. I can see that. I can see that. Now, here's my next question. What what is an activity that you would bring your mother on now? Like if you were planning the activity, what would you do? And we've done some things. I mean, we've done quite a few strange things. Yeah. I know. Like you've climbed 
every mountain, like Julie Andrews advises Terry. And I know like I've ziplined and I've hung off of trapeze bars. <laughs> See, I would have to go along those routes. I would like to throw you into things you wouldn't normally plan on your trips. Okay. So like a little bit of the inner adrenaline junkie. I like to share that with you and make you do things you really don't want to. That's true. So I would have to plan something along the lines of zip lining or bungee jumping, something oh. fun like that, mm-hmm. just for a quick little like two hours out of our trip. We'll make sure I have the pens. That's true. That's true. That's probably the only adrenaline thing that I can't wrap my head around because I'm really afraid that I'll break my neck is the bungee jumping. Mm. Yeah, All right, Case, yeah. what would you what would you plan for me? We can't go wine testing. We know that. <laughs> yeah. We're not very good wine drinkers. But yeah. on the flip side, so my mom and I are very big foodies and not only are we huge Yelp fans, but we're also we want to eat like the locals eat. We want something authentic and we're not scared to go into some sketchy parts of town to find these things. And I think what's great is that my mom is always gung-ho for them because I'm always trying to find really cool off the beaten path uh, breweries, um, tap houses, you know, stuff like that. Cause I'm also, I like to try local beers and stuff like that. And so I think what's great is that mom has been more, open and willing to support my sketchiness and go to these sides of town to you know she may not try the specific food but she's at least going to go there she's going to absorb the atmosphere that we're in and it's going to end up being a really cool memory and I'm a good DD and she's a great DD (laughs) she is a great DD I agree as Um, long as it's not too late And maybe the word we're looking for is kind of living on the fringe, you know, those kind of edgy places in in towns. I understand what you're saying. I agree with you. I agree with that about my person. Um, That would be what we would do as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's the next question and everybody's going to answer at the same time. Oh. Okay. We're going to imagine the coronavirus has magically disappeared back into whatever hole from Hades it came from. Okay. And we are getting ready to go on our next trip on the count of three. I want everybody to call out the place that we're going. Okay. Okay. Everybody, everybody ready? One, two, three. Greece. <laughs> <laughs> of course I have the one thing that's not Greece. <laughs> Oh gosh, yeah, what did what did Rosie say? I said Peru. <laughs> oh gosh, no, you now take the five dollars back. That was the wrong yeah, answer. I am. I am. I just. I just. Well, your totally mom. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to Greece, along with good. what I just said. A little bit on the outside. Scott pushed for something new. We'll go to Greece right after, after we eat the guinea pigs in Peru. Oh, shut your mouth. <laughs> She said that. Shut your mouth. Okay. All right. Question. We've talked about all the fun things, you know, what we do with our mom. What are three things that we can say we avoid when we travel with our children? What would you like us to avoid doing? And what are some things that we avoid when we take you guys with us? As adults or children? As adults. Adults. As we take you now. Oh. What would you like us to avoid? 
Um, I think recognizing as, you know, Rosie and I are getting older that our, you know, what we like and dislike is going to keep changing just as I assume y'all's likes and dislikes have changing. So I think as we plan trips and travel, I think we really need to be okay with each other when someone suggests something and the other person says, well, I I really don't want to do that. You can't let that cause like a huge ripple in the plans kind of deal. I think being open-minded with each other and trying really, really hard not trying to figure out the best way to say it just trying to understand each other yeah being resilient toward each other Mm -hmm. what about avoiding matching outfits (laughs) oh my gosh yes that is my biggest pet peeve it depends on the location of where you're going some places it could be entirely appropriate no okay here's a story on my (laughs) side there have been multiple times that mom and I we are getting ready to go out somewhere, even if we're just going out to dinner here. And if we both walk out in like blue shirts and khaki shorts, oh girl, no, someone's going back in and changing. You yeah, see, no, we don't have that problem at all. Yeah. No, if you're wearing black, you're matching Rosie. Exactly. Yep, that's true. true. My color, black yes. and purple. True. Very true. Okay. So I heard, I will tell you one thing that. I know I have to avoid when Rosie or Casey are are with us. And that is the extended art museum tour. <laughs> or church hopping. Or church hopping. Yeah, both of those. Those are pretty difficult. Those are two things that are pretty difficult for us to stay our attention span on for like an entire day. Yeah, especially yeah. if you want Rosie and I to be serious together. You, you've got to like put a little bit of playtime in between the itinerary. Yeah. Yeah. I always think that it's really helpful to think of three things when you're planning any trip. And the first one is water, something to do with water. Um, The second one is some sort of animal. Yes. Um, Always. Always. Fluffy things. Anything from horseback riding to meeting a sheepdog to petting goats, whatever it is that rescuing pigs rescuing peruvian guinea pigs oh we should do that that would be great yes and um uh the other thing is like a downtime day yes one day where nothing is planned you just get to exist where you are yeah and you can walk around and shop if you want to you can sleep in late that day if you want to you can have a four-hour lunch if you want to just you can go to the beach that day if you want right. to. kind of like just a, a super down day where nobody has any obligation to another person um because you can get very over scheduled trying to fit everything into the amount of time budgeted to you. Definitely. So I, I certainly understand that. Yeah. So those are definitely things that I think are helpful. Okay. So girls, as you've grown, we've grown as moms. What are, what is one thing that you are glad we don't do anymore? With what you were just saying, you don't plan every single minute of something like you used to have to do when we were younger. 
No selfie sticks, because that is that is a horrible thing. Never have a selfie stick when you travel. Excuse me, it works for us. <laughs> and you've definitely gotten better about pictures. I personally am not the biggest fan of having every single moment photographed. Unlike my childhood, where every single second was documented. You're welcome, not Rosie. So much- you're welcome. Now we get to have our memories in our memories. <laughs> that goes away. <laughs> the pictures don't. <laughs> what about you, Casey? What's one thing you're glad that we've grown out of? Uh, my mom doesn't put me in Jimboree outfits anymore. So that's <laughs> that's a solid win in my you category. Know, she always matched. She always. She was Cute. They were cute when they were yes. little like that. We could dress them. Uh, but in yeah. a, on a serious note, um, I mean, mom, you know, even just like Rosie said, mom is much more, we just kind of go with the flow. It, there's not a, there's an idea of what we want to accomplish each day, but we're also, or she's also okay if we change things on the fly and just kind of roll with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, So we're so glad that you were able to join us today. This was a lot of fun just to kind of reminisce and really see how traveling as a child with your mother is super different than traveling as an adult with your child. And I know that Babshi and Yaya hope that you girls feel like we think that and we act that way. So I'm crossing my fingers. The absolute best. Thanks, girls. (laughs) You're my favorite. Girls. We are so happy that Casey and Rosie got to join us today, and we want to let you know that next week on our podcast, you'll be hearing our plus-size show all about what it's like to travel as a plus-size Woman. Also on our website, you will find our blog um, has new posts on reservations in Rome and what reservations you need to make before you go there. And also um, uh, Greek island hopping, as well as our last Facebook live um, book list about Washington, D.C. We hope that you have enjoyed today's episode. We drop two episodes every month for year-round travel fun. You can find more tips, hacks, destination guides, and inspiration at bobsheandyaya.com. That's also where you'll find information about our upcoming workshops and our upcoming small group travel experiences. That's right. We'd love for you to join us during our travel season as we take in glorious destinations like Edinburgh, Paris, Warsaw, and Amsterdam. It's going to be so much fun. Don't hesitate to leave us a little comment or a review, especially over there on iTunes where the numbers do all the talking. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find us on all the social media, including TikTok and Facebook, by searching at Babshi and Yaya. That's B-A-B-C-I-A and Y-I-A, Y-I-A. We look forward to sharing our next episode with you.